Welcome to the Superhero News Show. My name is Sean Gerber. Let's go ahead and finish up the week by talking about Friday's top stories, starting with Disney Fox. There was a new article in the Wall Street Journal today that was discussing the very odd position that 20th Century Fox is in right now because most major movie studios, and Fox is no different, try to plan their slate two to three years in advance because that's the production life cycle of most films. Or In fact, it can also be much longer than that sometimes. Now, the odd thing about this situation for Fox, though, is that they will not be around in the form that they – in the shape that they currently are right now two to three years from now because the Disney-Fox deal will have closed by then. The deal has been approved by shareholders. It's been approved by the Department of Justice. And it still needs to be approved by uh, – it still needs to be approved by some foreign governments and other inter- in international markets. But by and large, we're in a situation where we're talking about – when this deal will close as opposed to if, because of the shareholder vote already being in place and the DOJ approval already being in place. So, But even though we all expect this deal to close, and it really is more of a matter of when than if, if you're 20th Century Fox, you still have to operate as if the deal can fall apart because that's technically possible even if it's not the most likely scenario. Now, what that means for Fox is trying to figure out what they're going to do and what films they're going to try to make, but... The good news is, is based on Disney's plans, according to the Wall Street Journal, sources close to Disney say that Disney intends to release any films that have already been completed or are already in production by the time they complete the acquisition of these 20th Century Fox assets, including the movie studio. Now, what does that mean for us as far as superhero fans go? We care about the Marvel stuff. We care about X-Men Dark Phoenix, and we care about New Mutants, possibly X-Force, but that's not even close to production right now, so we'll just have to set that to the side. Let's focus today on Dark Phoenix and New Mutants. So those films are not completed. They're both about to undergo some reshoots, but they certainly qualify as being in production given that they've both been through principal photography at this point. Uh, And so it's just about doing the additional photography, the reshoots, and then finishing them in post and releasing the films. So that's a good sign for those movies. But releasing films doesn't necessarily mean they end up in theaters. So while the most likely scenario, despite all the rumors and all the speculation that these movies could be shelved or dumped elsewhere or anything like that, the most likely scenario at this point right now is that regardless of when Disney takes control of Fox, X-Men Dark Phoenix and New Mutants still hit theaters. That's the most likely scenario. But... If I may, put on a tinfoil hat, go into conspiracy theories, and just also just play devil's advocate for a second. Let me go ahead and lay out the case why I feel it's still possible, not likely, I just want to be perfectly clear on that, not the most likely scenario, but why there's still a possible scenario in which these films don't necessarily get released. One or both of these films won't be released in theaters in quite the way that we might ordinarily expect. Now... Before the shareholder vote, which was back on July 27th, Disney and Fox, as they were getting everybody ready for that vote, they sent out an information packet to their shareholders. And in that packet, they said that they expected the deal to close within 6 to 12 months of June 20th, 2018, which means based on Disney and Fox's, based on their estimates, the deal could close as early as late this year, right before Christmas, or it could end in the middle of next year in in, uh, in June of 2019. Now, New Mutants just so happens to fall outside of that window because it's supposed to be released August 2nd of 2019. 
So, it is possible, It is, in fact, it might even be likely that Disney will be in control of the fate of New Mutants when it comes to the distribution of that film. Now, they may feel like, especially if that all of the all of the approvals and everything come in and it's closer to the end of that June, uh, June 20th, 2019 date, if that's what happens, they may already be so far along into the life cycle, the marketing cycle and everything for New Mutants that Disney may just let it go anyway. But Disney technically will be able to decide the fate of that film. X-Men Dark Phoenix is a little bit, uh, that's a trickier situation. The movie was originally supposed to come out November 2nd of this year, but because of the reshoots having to be delayed, because star Sophie Turner, who's playing Jean Grey, she couldn't do uh, reshoots over the summer because she was finishing up the last season of Game of Thrones. So, with uh, X-Men Dark Phoenix having to do these reshoots now, the film obviously couldn't be ready for November, so it's going to be coming out right now. It's scheduled for February 14th, 2019. So, Disney could possibly be in control of that film. Again, if they get all the approvals necessary and can start closing this deal late this year or very early next year, Disney could possibly decide the the fate of X-Men Dark Phoenix. It's also possible, though, depending on how extensive these reshoots for Dark Phoenix are, and there have been conflicting reports about that, whether it's two and a half weeks or three months, if it's closer to three months than two and a half weeks, we could be looking at X-Men Dark Phoenix being delayed again, which would allow for more time for Disney to be in control and then ultimately decide the fate of those films. So, just to play devil's advocate for a second, I'm going to lay out the case in a hypothetical scenario in which Disney has control and Disney actually gets to decide what happens with Dark Phoenix and what happens with New Mutants. Let's go ahead and explore why Disney would even want to shelve the films or put them out put them out in some place other than a movie theater. Here, here's the case for that, especially as it relates to Dark Phoenix. The X-Men franchise is very, very valuable to Disney and Marvel Studios. There's no question that the X-Men brand will be a big part of the future of Marvel Studios once this Disney-Fox deal is done. At the same time, the Disney brand took a bit of a hit a couple years ago with X-Men Apocalypse. And the X-Men franchise, the main X-Men franchise, has a reputation of being hit or miss. And the last one was a miss. You might like the film, and I'm not trying to say anybody's wrong if they do like the film, but the majority opinion on it wasn't really very strong. The critical consensus was pretty negative. And then you had the film taking a big, uh, taking a big step down to the box office from X-Men Days of Future Past just a couple years before. If X-Men Dark Phoenix is bad, and I think that's what you look at if you're Disney, is this movie any, if it's your choice, is this movie any good? And if you watch the movie and it looks bad, then why would you want something that would further tarnish the brand? I get it. A lot of money's been spent on the movie. That's a sunk cost for Disney anyway, because Fox spent that money before Disney will have completed the purchase for Fox. But you would still say, if you're Disney and you own Fox, why don't you want to just get some of this money back? And that would be the conventional wisdom on it. And it wouldn't shock me if Disney goes that route. But Disney may also look at this and say, look, we're in an unconventional situation. And, and we are right now. The This movie studio landscape, this media landscape is evolving before our very eyes. A lot of people didn't expect anything like, anything like this Disney Fox deal to happen. And yet here we are. And it may only be the first domino to fall in terms of mergers and acquisitions amongst the major studios. And so maybe we'll see some other atypical things like a movie studio like Disney maybe deciding, hey, this 150 plus million dollar X-Men movie isn't worth putting out because it's going to mess up our future plans. Right now, it's already been 
a couple years since the last bad X-Men movie. Do you want to reset that clock back to zero in terms of your days without your last incident with X-Men Dark Phoenix if you're looking at it and you know it stinks and you have the ability to stop it? Now, if it's good, by all means, Disney will just go ahead and release it. But if the movie's bad and they feel like it's just going to damage the X-Men brand before Marvel Studios can even do anything with it, yeah, there's a legitimate argument to make for going ahead and shelving the movie or at least putting it on the Disney streaming service later in 2019, or maybe Hulu, which Disney will own the majority of once the Disney-Fox deal is completed, maybe put it there where even if it stinks, it won't do the same kind of harm to the brand as it would if it, became, if it was a major theatrical release. That's the case for shelving New Mutant or Dark Phoenix or just putting it on a streaming service. It's not the most likely thing to happen, but that would be the, I think that would be the reason why Disney could consider it ultimately. And they still technically will have released the film if they put it on a streaming service. As long as they don't just completely shelve it, they're still technically releasing it. New Mutants, I think, is a, uh, that one's easy, or it's, it's easier for Disney. And what's kind of ironic about that is I actually think that's the one that Disney would be more okay with releasing in theaters. But that's the one that they would more likely have the authority to stop if they didn't want it to be in theaters. But New Mutants, it doesn't have the X-Men branding in the title. It doesn't really look like an X-Men film. We'll see what it looks like after the reshoots. But based on the first trailer that we got last year, it doesn't really look like an X-Men movie. And it's very much in its own little corner, its own little pocket. It can just be a little one-off film. It doesn't necessarily have... It It can't really do as much harm to the the overall X-Men brand as Dark Phoenix clearly can. So... I think Disney probably just lets New Mutants come out as long as Fox can turn it into a a halfway decent movie between now and the film's release date on August 2nd. Uh, but with Dark Phoenix, there's there would be a little more incentive, I think, on Disney's side to maybe not put that film out in theaters if they can avoid it. But that's the one that it's going to be harder for them to even be in control of because it's about it's going to come out sooner than New Mutants, at least based on the way the schedules line up right now. So most likely scenario is... These movies are coming to theaters. Is there still a hypothetical possibility that exists where Disney tries to block the release of one or both of these films or just puts them on a streaming service instead of theaters? Yes, that's still technically possible, even though it's not the most likely scenario. But anyway, we'll just have to wait and see how these reshoots take shape. And we should know once these reshoots actually get going in earnest, if they end up taking just a couple weeks or if we hear reports that they're still happening a month after they began. And that'll give us a better idea in terms of how likely it is that Dark Phoenix actually is going to make that February 14th date or if it's going to uh, catch another delay that might give Disney even more of an opportunity to be in control of the fate of that film. So we will just have to wait and see. We won't have to wait that much longer if you want to go ahead and see all of the Marvel Studios movies. So Marvel Studios and IMAX Today announced the Marvel Studios 10th Anniversary Film Festival exclusively in IMAX coming to select IMAX theaters August 30th through September 6th. And here's how it's breaking down. So... The movies are going to start with Iron Man on the afternoon of Thursday, August 30th, and then they will run four movies a day for five days. And that So that will be August 30th through September 3rd. So that will get you all the way from Iron Man through Ant-Man and the Wasp. 
And then for a few days after that, there will be other marathons that will just smaller marathons that will repeat certain things. Like there's going to be a team up theme for to cover the Avengers movies. The last day, September 6th is going to be fans choice. There will be a couple of films that day. And I was excited to hear this news, especially being in Los Angeles, the IMAX theater, the IMAX theater that they've chosen is the TCL Chinese theater IMAX, which is my favorite IMAX theater by far in LA. And yes, I've gone ahead and grabbed my ticket in the same exact seat for all 20 screenings for that initial run, the first uh, five days, four movies a day, Iron Man all the way through Ant-Man and the Wasp. I'm going to be there at TCL Chinese Theater in Hollywood. So if you're there, uh, TCL Chinese Theater IMAX with laser in Hollywood. So if you're there, please come say hi. Uh, But I am just really excited to see these movies in IMAX. We always get marathons like this when there's going to be a new Avengers movie coming out. But this is the way I've always wanted it. First and foremost, it's an IMAX, so that's a great way to see these movies. But also, I love that this is spaced out. Rather than everybody just getting really ripe, like they're camping out for Hall H or something, by having to watch all of these movies over the stretch of, I don't know how many hours it would be at this point for 20 films, but you know, 30, 40 plus hours, or more than 40 hours uh, consecutive of watching movies, I like this better. Break it up. Let's do it over a few days. Relive these movies. Now, I know a lot of people aren't going to be, most people aren't going to be able to make the time in their schedule to go see all of the movies, but at least you can kind of pick and choose your favorites to go and see this way. If you're fortunate enough to live near an IMAX theater that is participating in this film festival, but this is a great idea. I really hope they do it again next year. I know it won't be the 10th anniversary anymore, but we can add Captain Marvel and Avengers 4 just to complete this first era with these first three phases of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but that's to wor- that's for us to worry about next year. Right now, this is really exciting. It's also cool that The Dark Knight is coming back to IMAX theaters this month, and so now we're going to have The Dark Knight and the Marvel Cinematic Universe coming back to IMAX theaters this month. That's really exciting, and I can't wait to see all of these movies again in IMAX. Now, the last thing I want to talk about today, and therefore the week, is that we have a little bit of a odd Marvel DC crossover, sort of. Gal Gadot is playing a character, she's voicing a character named Shank in Ralph Breaks the Internet, Wreck-It Ralph 2. The only reason I say that that's a Marvel and DC crossover, Gal Gadot, of course, being our star in Wonder Woman. And Iron Man actually does have a quick cameo appearance. You can see him in the in the trailer for Ralph Breaks the Internet. So it's not really a crossover. I'm aware of that. It's just fun. But I really am excited to hear Gal Gadot. They released a clip that shows her, uh, that shows her in action for the slaughter race in Ralph Breaks the Internet. I'm really excited about this movie. I love that it has, and I think even though Gal Gadot's going to be awesome, some of the stars of this, the the scene that they've been teasing with all the Disney princesses, that's probably going to be one of the funniest scenes of the entire year. It already looks that way to me uh, in the footage that we've seen from that so far. I think this movie is shaping up really well. Disney's already had a great year with through via Pixar in terms of their animation with Incredibles 2. So I am really, really excited about Ralph Breaks the Internet, Wreck-It Ralph 2. And it just got so much better today because we're going to get to hear Gal Gadot's voice as part of it. 
And that is where we will go ahead and wrap up today's edition of the Superhero News Show. If you'd like to keep up with us, you can do that every day at SuperheroNews.com, Facebook and Instagram at SuperheroNewsCom, and on Twitter at SuperheroNewsCB. And if you like this video, please make sure you hit that thumbs up button, leave a comment, and also share this video if you're enjoying these breakdowns on Superhero News. That's what's going to allow us to keep doing this every day for you, Monday through Friday, like we did this week. And if you want to keep up with me, you can do that on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. Sean Gerber. So for Superhero News, I'm Sean. Thanks for watching. I'll see you Monday.